Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. That's me, Clark Van Deventer from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. Yes, it's true. I really hope you're having a great day. Like, I don't want you to have a miserable day. Thanks for making me part of your day. All right. Hey, most requested resource we have here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. Like, when I get an email from someone and they say, Hey, Clark, I've been listening to the podcast and I was wondering if you could send me. Like, I don't have to read the rest of the email. I know I know what they're asking for. They're asking for my list of strategic questions. Had a bunch of people ask for my list of strategic questions after the last episode of the podcast. And I send them, right? Um, and I've been getting a lot of these requests. And so I've been getting into a, like, I respond to each one. Right, like this is this is not an automated thing. Like you're probably thinking, Clark, why don't you automate this? And I, I could, I guess, but I, I mean, like actually, seriously, I value hum- human connection. And when I email you, like you ask, you email me and ask me for my strategic questions, and you get like, like I'm responding. And when I put at the end of that email, like let me know if you want to hop on a call sometime. Like I really mean it. But, but responding to lots of these emails over the past week or so, uh, I've, I've gotten into this groove of sort of writing basically the same thing every time, right? Like, look, I've written lots of these emails, one, one-off emails over the past years, right, when I get a, an email. But I, I respond to a lot of them in a week, right? I get into a groove writing something similar every time. Um, and it's been a word of encouragement, right? To go into each meeting. Here's the encouragement. Um, it's been a word of encouragement to go into each meeting and to be curious and to be bold. Okay, so maybe you're one of the people who's gotten one of these emails from me recently with the encouragement to be curious and to be bold. So let me elaborate on this a little bit. Um Okay, so when you get these questions from me, right, my list of strategic questions, you should ask these questions because they are great questions. And because asking these types of questions are the best questions that you can ask in order to advance the relationship with your donor. All right, these are the best questions that you can ask as a fundraiser. But there's something more You're not just asking these questions. I hope, I mean, I hope you're not just asking these questions because they're the best questions to ask to advance the relationship with your donor. I hope that you are asking these questions because you are 
genuinely curious. Like, why do you ask these questions? Why do you ask, all right, of all the organizations you could support, why do you support us? All right. You ask that question not because it's a great question to ask to advance the relationship. You ask the question because you are genuinely curious. Oh, man. Like, this is a fine line, but a huge distinction. So when I encourage you to be curious and to be bold... The word of encouragement is a little nudge. You are listening to this podcast because you are a professional. You are committed to your craft. You want to do well. You want to succeed. I was on a call with someone this week who's looking to hire a major gifts officer. And he was asking me uh, things that he should be looking for in hiring a major gifts officer. First thing I said, burning desire to succeed. All right, and you're listening to this podcast because you want to do well, you want to be successful, you want to learn about, you want to implement best practices. And I am saying, if you want to be a good fundraiser, (laughs) be a good person, care about people, love them, be curious about them. All right, am I asking this question? If you were to give a gift above and beyond anything you've ever given before, am I asking this question because I am treating my donor like an ATM machine and I'm trying to figure out the right numbers to punch in so the ATM will spit out cash? Or am I asking this question because I am genuinely interested And what the donor is going to say. I genuinely want to hear their answer. I am genuinely curious. The person sitting in front of me is unique. They are an individual. They have unique wiring. And I want to figure out who they are and what makes them tick. And I am curious because I love them. All right? Like, is that... Be curious. So when when I when you get my email and I'm saying be curious and be bold, that's what I'm talking about. Like just be genuinely curious about your donors. Right? You're looking at this list of questions that you could ask and you're like like which like which of these am I going to ask? And I'm like just just be curious. Be curious. And if you're curious, the next thing, right? Like maybe you're curious but you're not bold. You're not bold enough to ask the questions. I'm saying be curious out of genuine curiosity. Be bold. All right. Ask these questions and ask the bold ones. All right. Some of the questions on my list of strategic questions are easy ones. Like you could say they're they're slow pitch softball. But some of them may feel hard, and I would encourage you to be bold and to ask the hard ones. Think about this in your own life. Don't you love it when people ask you good questions? Questions that you don't quite have the answer to. Questions that you sort of answer in the moment as best you can, but you later find yourself 
thinking about that question and stewing over that question when you're driving your kids to soccer or when you're doing the dishes or you're in the shower or you're on a run, right? Like you're stewing over it. You're thinking about it. Like, don't you love it when people ask you those types of questions? Don't you love those friends? So be curious and be bold. And I think curious, I think it comes before bold. I think if we put bold before curious, we're doing it wrong. Be curious and be bold. I think that sometimes people don't ask these questions, right? They're curious, but they don't ask these questions because they're afraid their donors are going to think they're being aggressive. And the donor won't like them if they're aggressive. And I'm telling you, ask these questions and your donors will love you. They will anticipate your next meeting. Right? We all love people who will ask us good questions and then sit back and listen or ask a clarifying question or what do you mean by that? And I talk about right this. I talk about this as fundraisers, the high calling that we have, the noble call of fundraising is that we are a life coach to our donors. So if I can ask a question that causes a donor to do some soul searching, to do some digging, I am serving my donor. Even if I ask a question, right? Like maybe I do this, right? Like I ask a question that causes the donor to do some introspection, that causes them to think deeply about their giving, where they want to channel their life energy. Maybe I ask a question that actually causes them to increase their support to another organization. And they're going to keep supporting us. But over time, they're going to increase their support of another organization. Because I've asked them a question that makes them realize, yes, this is what I'm really focused on. This is what I really care about. Right? I want to, I want to help my donor better channel their life energies, including their, their financial resources, into the things that they care about most. So if I can ask a question that causes a donor to do some soul searching, to do some digging, I am serving my donor. If I'm sitting with a husband and wife and I ask this question, right, like one of my favorites, do you have any guiding principles that govern the way you make your philanthropic decisions? Do you have any principles, right, that govern the way you make your philanthropic decisions? Do you have any guiding principles that govern the way you make your philanthropic decisions? And I ask that question, and the donor fumbles through it. Maybe you're with me. We're on a trip together, right? You could do that, by the way, right? Like, you can, you can work with me. You can bring me in. I can go on a trip with you. We go on a trip, and we ask this question, and you're sitting with me in that meeting. We ask that question. The donor fumbles through it. And afterwards, we're in the car and we're talking about the meeting. And, and you're like, yeah, that we, we asked that question. That was a bust, right? We asked it. We didn't really get much of an answer to that question. But that night, that couple, they're driving to dinner. And the wife is like, hey, what would you think of that question Clark asked today? And that couple spends the next 20 minutes talking about how they should establish their own philanthropic priorities. They should be thinking about this question. What do we care about? Where do we want to invest our resources? And maybe the conversation continues next week over breakfast. Like just 
right? Casually, not like the husband and wife are scheduling appointments, right? But it just keeps coming up, right? Because I asked the question. And in that way, I am serving the donor. And I love that. And, and two or three months later, when I call the donor to get my next meeting, they're going to take the meeting because they feel like good things come out of our meetings, right? If, if all you do, right, I've talked about this in other episodes of the podcast before, if all you do is right, go, go around giving updates, right? This is what a lot of fundraisers do. They get meetings and they, they're there to give an update and to thank you personally for your support. That's all they do in meetings. And a lot of these fundraisers find that it's easy to get the first meeting with the donor because the donor appreciates the idea that you're going to be in town and you want to you want to come by and thank them personally for their support to give them an update on all that their support is helping you accomplish, right? They're going to take that meeting. But a lot of fundraisers find that they have a difficult time getting the second and third and four, fourth meetings, right? Because, or really the second, right? Because... The, the reason they have difficulty getting those meetings is because the donor's like, I don't need to be thanked again. I don't need to be updated again, right? But if if you take this position of being a life coach, right? Like it's easy to get that second meeting because the donor's like, man, that was really helpful, <laughs> right? Like I met with Clark and I figured out so much of my life. <laughs> so you're like a therapist, Right? If you've ever had a therapist, you you book your next appointment because when you are with your therapist, you make progress. You want to be like a therapist. All right. Be curious. Be bold. All right. So if you've gotten one of these emails from me recently, I, I you know, they're usually short. You know, I say be curious, be bold, right? Maybe a couple other things. But this is okay. I'm elaborating now on what I mean by be curious and be bold. All right. Hey, one more thing today. Um, we've been working with lots of organizations on something that we don't have advertised. We don't advertise this. It's not advertised on our website. It's not on social media. Um, but it comes up a lot in conversations, right? When I'm talking with an organization, it ends up coming up and we end up doing this with them. Um, and my wife and I have been saying, like, we need to put this out there more because we're finding that there's a real need for this. Um, so we come in and we work with you. We we identify a compelling need, right? A, a reason to give to your organization. It's a, it's a need that you have, right? Um, but this need that you have, we're, we, we find a need, right? A, an opportunity, right? That allows us to effectively tell the story of your organization. And we figure out like, how do we tell a compelling story? And we work with you on how to tell that story. And we run a sort of mini campaign, Right? It's a push to raise a specific amount of money in a short period of time. So depending on the size of the organization, the, the amount can widely vary. Um, and your engagement with us is going to go somewhere like in that 60 or 90 day range. Uh, and there's a buildup with your audiences. Like we want your audiences to feel like something is brewing all right, and then there's an announcement. Like we want your we want your audiences to feel like something's going on, and then like as their attention is being peaked, um, we have an announcement. Right, it's where we announce the campaign, the little mini campaign, and the goal that we have, and we tell the story, and we raise the money, and and 
like the campaign could be $20,000. It could be $100,000. But it's a short uh, short period of time we want to raise this in. And it's a it's a attainable goal. We want to set we want to set a goal that's big for your organization, but it's attainable. Um, and there's multiple goals with this. All right. So if we set a goal to raise twenty thousand dollars, and one donor wrote a check for twenty thousand dollars, we would not view that as a successful campaign. Um, so we'll work with you to establish a few other goals that are outside of dollars raised. We want to raise. Um, Right. So we'll say we want to raise X amount. We want to raise $50,000, but we also want 50 new donors. We want 50 people who are going to give their first gift ever to your organization. Um, and we say we want to re-engage or activate lapsed donors. So someone who hasn't given in three years is going to give again because you've reactivated them through this campaign. Um, and we want to upgrade some people. We want the person who gives you $100 every year or the person who gives you $25 a month, we are looking for a few of those people who will jump and give you $500, right? We want that person who um, always gives you $100 to give you $1,000, right? We're looking for jumpers. Um, like imagine if you had 100 people who were giving every month to your organization, um, like these are $10, $25, $50 a month gifts. You have 100 of these, who do you call? Right? Who do you target? Who are your best gift prospects? And you don't, you don't know the answer to that question. And maybe even if you did, they wouldn't take your call because they're not engaged enough to like want to take your call or take a meeting with you at that $10 a month level. But we run this campaign and three of them pop up to $500. Like Boom. Those are the ones you call and they'll now take your call because you have their attention. Um, so we're going to be rolling out some new materials to talk about this program more in depth. But if this is of interest to you, shoot me an email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Of course, if you're interested in my list of strategic questions and you're like, yes, I am curious and I am willing to be bold <laughs> and I want these questions, uh, of course, you can email me for my list of strategic questions. Email again is Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorgiftsfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.